Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, respected listeners of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. We welcome you to this program, our spiritual breakfast, and this is our interview segment. The date today is the 19th of Rajab, 1445, and that is corresponding to the Gregorian calendar, the 31st of January, 2024. Let's welcome our honorable guest, and that is Mulana, Mulana Riaz Lambada. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good morning, Zaid Sahab. How are you this morning? Alhamdulillah. And a, a uh, hi to the entire listenership. Mm. Yeah, there, <laughs> is, there is a few non-Muslims who listen too, and they have probably the same problems, so they could Absolutely. be addressed too. It's a good thing that you've done that. Mulana uh, Sahab, something comes to mind quickly, and we just want to clarify this, that... Um, in the deer, we heard there was a certain, uh, over the weekend, you've experienced certain storms in surrounding areas. Is everyone okay? Everything okay? Alhamdulillah, gee, there were some uh, severe storms. In fact, I had uh, just after the heavy rains on Saturday, I needed to be in uh, Lens, so we delayed it a bit because of the excessive rain. But as we were driving up the road, um, that's the R-59, um, I know, sorry, R82, I think it is. Yes, the old Forianachan Road. Mm. Um, you know, um, one of these uh, motor car dealers, they had just paved recently. Mm. And all those paving was actually uprooted and it had come into the road. So there were bricks under the water that you couldn't even see and there was a lot of damage to cars, etc. Alhamdulillah, Allah had saved us. We obviously... Uh, uh, didn't hit any bricks, but we saw many cars just swerving and stopping mm. and, you know, etc. And then we realized the bricks because but we were at a very uh, slow speed. So, alhamdulillah, mm. we managed to navigate it. But yes, there were some heavy storms. Allah save us. Uh, mm. You know, um, I guess um, Allah knows best. True. Yes. And it's so beautiful to be a believer and we're listening to you here. Allah favored you, saved you. And I was just thinking now, as you're saying this, when you exit the house, how important it is to recite Masnoon Dua, which we, are, we all know the words, Bismillah, tawakkaltu ala Allah, that we all know Bismillah, tawakkaltu, we all know ala Allah. La hawla wa la quwata illa billah. All this we know. So it's so simple. We just read it and look at the benefits. Hudita wa kufita wa wuqita wa tanaha anu shaitan. All the benefits, you'll be guided, you'll be protected, suffice for shaitan, even distances himself from you. So, important. Mulana, coming to... I, I think uh, if I may just raise a point on that, uh, as we discuss this uh, now, how important is it if uh, well, for those listening uh, that uh, you be driving under the influence or you leaving your house under the influence, uh, mm. not even in a state to remember all of these duas, etc., um, you know, um, obviously addiction, whatever it may be, substance, uh, mm. including alcohol. Uh, in my opinion, alcohol is the biggest drug, you know, mm. uh, although it's legal and etc. But um, we treat that as well, alcohol addiction. So guys in drunken stupors, guys who are high, etc., um, understand there's no... Uh, 
you know, cognizance of all these facts of reading du'as, etc. Hmm. Um, your response time, your your everything is delayed action. Uh, number two, can you imagine, Allah forbid, but if uh, the accident were to be happened, if that was decreed yeah, and uh, these were your last moments, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes... Um, Guys are, you know, um, having these conversations and it's all ugly words, it's superlatives. They may even be arguing and those are your last words, uh, hmm. you know, as the truck hits you. So just something to reflect on. I know it's a very uh, somber or, or harsh note to start on, hmm. but that's the reality. And, and I think that's why um, I, I don't like, I'll be honest, I don't like to choose a topic when I speak to you, Mulana, because... Whereas I'm speaking to you, so many other things come to mind and it's so much more hard hitting and we need to discuss those things. Like now you were speaking about this when you're leaving the house. How important? We don't ever think about that. If you're leaving the house in a state where you're already popped up, drugged up or in a drunken stupor, if you, as you mentioned, then this ideally brings about, and this is where the thought comes in, that how come something that is so brutal to us, so harmful to us, they, yet you'll see it on so many billboards, you'll see a big bottle and someone swimming in there. And all of this, we shouldn't look at these things. because. But how do you avoid it when they put it right in front, staring at you in your eyes? And, Mulana, you've heard about this um, Bella Bill, which they want to introduce, and how alcohol will be served at schools. All of this, how do they permit all of this? And it can only come down to one thing, where it is, and you've said this, that you are in this state of mind which is totally oblivious of Allah and because of that fact, they are totally happy because anything to get you away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they'll promote it, they'll put, but let it be something else. Let it be something that is harming theirs, the climate, what they've been trying to control for so long, but yet America is hit with so many storms. They can't control it because they don't have power over it. So, Mulana, your discussion and your point was very, very um, vitally important. Absolute. I, I think it's so ironic um, um, that the cigarette advertising has been banned, but alcohol is promoted. <laughs> I, I think guys are watching a simple football match, but it is preceded and uh, surrounded by alcohol adverts. And then, obviously, you know, uh, the audacity to say not for sale to persons under 18. <laughs> protect your children from it, but don't protect yourself from it. Yes. Amazing, mm. the logic. Yes. So this is... Or rather the illogic, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's mm. what Mufti A.K. Sab says, what the common sense is not so common anymore. Absolutely. So, in the schools, what's going to happen to our children, Mulana? They want to put, if this, inshallah, definitely, inshallah, we hope and we hope every person, Muslim, non-Muslim, you put pressure on these people that they do not harm our children in this way, that they put these alcohol laws where it's perfectly fine to purchase. Imagine sitting in class being drunk. You and the teacher yes. are both drunk. What maths will you learn then? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, um, you know, um, I, I think I mentioned before, uh, we have many, many cases uh, that come to us and uh, they're coming because they have a, a cocaine addiction or a weed addiction or, or, or crystal meth, etc. And then uh, maybe in the third or fourth session of counseling, uh, they would say something like, so on my way home, I just picked up a six-pack. Six-pack? Mm. There's no beers. 
but you didn't mention the alcohol in this part of your problem. No, 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 that's not a problem. I'm just a social drinker. Mm. So understand, social is acceptable. <laughs> yes, if you pass matric, you celebrate. Yes, <laughs> if somebody dies, you need to to drown your sorrows. So there's every occasion where it's, it's, it's just promoted to alcohol. Uh, and obviously, uh, you know, this is what has been happened. There's half a, a population that's in... Uh, in a total stupor. Exactly, exactly. You just yes. tend to think that you get these uh, people who seem, they they feel also that they're controlling the world and that's what they're pursuing with shaitan's uh, temporary help till they are all brutally brought down. Eventually, inshallah, we hope to see it very, very soon, especially the rogue terrorists, the apartheid Israel and their sponsors, uh, Joe Genocide. So all this happens and imagine they feel like they're in control, but they also drink alcohol. So at some time of their life, at some moment of the day, or depending on how much they drink, when they drink, they are going to be in that. In fact, this point, I, I did say it New Year's time. If there's ever we want to attack the Kuffar, meaning the U.S. and all of them, which day would you choose, Mulana? <laughs> you make a good point. Absolutely, New Year's Eve. Everybody's in the mood, happy. <laughs> so yes, yes, totally. The guard is totally down. Well, this is what it is, isn't it? Uh, you know, I, I had a patient last week uh, who argued with me that uh, he said that no, 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 the Quran does not forbid you from drinking alcohol. <laughs> it just says that you shouldn't get intoxicated. <laughs> yes. So I understand he stopped at the verse that Salatu uh, Antum uh, So he hasn't progressed to the next one where Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala says Fajdani mm. Stay away from it. If you want to be uh, uh, successful, mm. because why? Uh, this is all from uh, the fault of Shaitan. Mm. Shaitan. So absolutely, but uh, you know, it's multi-million dollar business. It's uh, biggest industry, I guess, alcohol, and that's why it's so promoted because uh, it's all about money. And um, you know, uh, amazingly enough, is that uh, uh, the American government back in the day had tried so much. It's what we, I think, we discussed this once before. It is called the prohibition, you know, and they tried to prohibit. Alcohol, its manufacture, its sale, etc. But they were unsuccessful in, uh, in in trying to do this. I think the FBI was created for that particular reason, to try and enforce the prohibition of alcohol. Mm. And uh, well, millions of dollars and uh, hundreds of thousands of arrests and deaths later, they just said, uh, "Well, there is happy of it." <laughs> You continue hey. drinking because this is costing too much and nobody wants to stop. Mm. I think uh, um, big names uh, had become multimillionaires uh, with bootlegging, you know, uh, making the uh, moonshines in their backyards, etc. And uh, this is why it's, it's all big business, it's big money. In fact, I think that this is uh, uh, the main problems we're having with the drugs as well. That's why it's so freely available, etc. The drug cartel is so influential. Mm. It, it, it's such big money. Um, in fact, you know, in, when we were in Nantes at that time, uh, maybe 15, 20 years ago, uh, with the CPS, we tried to uh, arrange raids on these uh, drug merchants because they're so well known. 
I mean, every patient that comes to us is telling you where he's buying it. So you know where the guy is buying it. We want to try to stop the, the supply, you know. Mm. Yes. And um, we try to arrange these raids, etc. Uh, you know, these guys, uh, uh, on one occasion, uh, we were part of this uh, whole thing. Like I'm talking, this is a long time, 20, 25 years ago. And uh, the guy came out with a shoe box, you know. I think there was over 300, 400,000 rand in the box. Hmm. And he was like, just take this and go, man, guys. Hmm. And that the, one of the officers commented, like, what are you trying to bribe us with your life savings? And he sneered at him. He said, life savings? No, this is Friday night staking. Because <laughs> 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 it was a Saturday. So if he's making that in one weekend, yeah, salam. You see, you try and shut down a merchant here, three others are going to get up there just because it's so lucrative. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, yes. And so, uh, yeah. As you're speaking, I'm just thinking now that we're, we, you know, more of the south. I don't know when last you've been there, Mulana, but um, it's closer to you in that portion of the I world. Ever. <laughs> but but anyway, there uh, you get a store called, so it's like, you know, these pop-up sort of stores in the middle okay. as you're walking. Yes, yes, yes. So it's called CBD, and it's called, the slogan is Taste of Cannabis. Now, yes, yes. what is this all about? If you, I don't know if you've witnessed it or is it? Ah, uh, yes, yes. I, I, I have heard about this. I, I have. Uh, uh, well, we are aware of this. Look, the thing is that obviously, uh, you know, cannabis is now legalized to a great extent in South Africa. Um, this had created, uh, uh, you know, innumerable nightmares for us in uh, combating these things. But nonetheless, you see. Uh, the active ingredient in, uh, in, in, in Daha, in cannabis, uh, that is making you high is THC, okay? Tetrahydrocannabinol. So the CBD is supposed to be uh, non, uh, um, you know, um, uh, what do we call it? Uh, what's the word? So it means it doesn't, it doesn't make you high, etc. Mm. Uh, now this is uh, basically used in medicinal things, etc. So CBD uh, is supposed to be legal and they're selling all the products, etc. However, um, you know, in, in my understanding, um, even the CBD that you would use has still got uh, effects on your brain. Mm. Right? Whether it's a calming effect, whether it's going to make you sleep, whether it's so, it's still chemicals which yes. are going to take over the signals and etc. Uh, the responses of the brain. Exactly. To me, it's uh, one and the same. Understand? Yes, I suppose it's not as harsh and not as intense as uh, THC. But uh, yes, this is totally legal, and there's a whole lot of things. I think there's edibles and there's. Uh, uh, sure, everything. There's creams and there's everything, you know. I, I'm not saying that the Dacha plant, um, you know, um, uh, the cannabis plant in itself is, is, is totally harmful. I guess they are medicinal users. They can be, um, you know, but uh, obviously this has been abused. And the moment we open that window, we open that door. Yes. Uh, it's just going to create this monster, you know. Exactly. Um, uh, most people look at uh, at uh, at cannabis or weed as just uh, something that is, uh, you know, unharmful or just uh, well, they they even term it as a gateway drug. Uh, I mean, to me, whether it's at the gate 
or whether it's right inside, it's still um, there, you know. Um, uh, if you entering the casino and you said no, I, and you get a heart attack right at the door, Allahu uh, Akbar, this is still place of adab. You are not, uh, you didn't uh, pass away in a, in a beautiful place, you know. I, I think your 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 loved ones would still say, no, no, he was passing on the highway. But I had a heart attack in the car because nobody wants to say he was right at the entrance of the casino. Exactly, yeah. So understand whether you're at the gate or whether you're inside. Uh, and, and to me, it's not a gateway drug because a drug is a drug. Mm. Yes? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Gee. So, Mulana, now this, you've brought up a whole new thing now about... Um, which I also haven't planned to ask you this, but now I figured this is the most apt time to ask it, that Saudi Arabia, I don't know if you've heard about the first alcohol shop that mm, they have uh, opened up now. So yes. how you've mentioned the gateway concept. So this is also the gateway concept. Saudi Arabia, since 1952, there was always this booze ban. But now they opened up in Riyadh, they have opened up their first alcohol store. There has been alcohols being sold, but not like this on a officially as a store. So the store is here, and they've said, you know, now this is just to calm the Muslim minds, you know, to say that, no, it's just for visitors who are coming in and they need some, you know, it will be also be located in the capital's diplomatic quarter. So it means like, you know, the visitors who come in, and from different countries, they also need to drink alcohol. So they are accommodating for them. But exactly as you've mentioned, Dacha is the gateway. This Isn't this a gateway to the Muslims eventually coming onto this? Who's going Absolutely. to say, a person say, I'm not a Muslim? And he yeah. goes in and takes what he needs to, to take. And people there, Iman has become something which we, unfortunately, we've we have not even valued it. We haven't realized its value or recognized it. So people, for them, it's absolutely nothing. Absolutely. I mean, I heard one person asking a question that, imagine um, this was this question was asked by a person who was looking to get out of a certain situation. And they asked one of the teachers that, um, what if, just say I've got so much of qadha salah, and I've got so much of sins on my name, and I've done so much, so what if I become a non-Muslim for a few moments and I come back into Islam? All Everything will be wiped away and I'll be like a newborn baby again. The, the Ustad gave a phenomenal, beautiful answer. He said, you know what? Let me tell you something. You see that few seconds that you became a, a non-Muslim, which you are asking the question about. That few seconds you come out of Islam how much belief do you have or how much conviction do you believe, do you have that Allah will grant you that ability to come back onto Iman? Our Iman Absolutely. is not something that I, I got it, you gave it to me, or my parents gave oh, it to me. Yes. It's been granted to us, a gift, gift by Allah. Absolutely. So he said in that Allah few Allah seconds, Allah. you can lose it totally and you'll be gone off track. So you cannot play, and especially when you are playing with the Sharia and playing with Islam like this on this level. So people can use this excuse and go in, drink some alcohol, get drunk, carry on partying. What, are you, what is your comments on this, Mulana? 
Well, you know, absolutely. Uh, look, you've raised a number of points. Um, I think that firstly, um, definitely, um, look, uh, Saudi, uh, they have now brought in this alcohol sales with whatever excuse, but they're going to pay the price and it's a heavy price. Um, yes, like you said, this is opening up such a gateway, such a doorway, uh, the repercussions of which is, uh, is immense. Um, the young population already there, um, we see the changes, you know, and allowing this, um, yeah, salam, uh, you know, uh, well, I, Allah protect Amin. the Harimain Sharifain. Amin. Allah protect its precincts. Um, Amin. Understand, yes, okay, uh, what is happening in Najd, uh, in the capital there, that is, uh, you know, uh, uh, but... Uh, that in itself, um, it's such a tragedy. Our hearts are obviously crying at this um, uh, recent turn of events. Um, but Allah protect it. Secondly, is that uh, absolutely, you see, similar. can we say that we are accommodating for non-Muslims haram Yes. And don't... Sorry to, just, um, to interrupt you, but... Don't we have the confidence to say that in Islam, to say that when you come to us, like they say, when you go to Rome, you must become a Roman. So why don't you apply this to our countries? Absolutely. And, and secondly, that's, that's what it's all about. That's the dawah, to show them the, the beauty mm. of the alternative, to show them the beauty of the pureness, yes, uh, of halal and tayyibah. Mm. Understand why? Why would you contaminate this? You know, my, uh, it's amazing. So uh, that that I suppose is an entire topic on its own. Uh, you know, we could uh, exhaust every minute of this session and uh, the next and the next. Uh, uh, this is it, it's so. Uh, you know, Allah just protect us all. I um, you know um, remember back in the day people would be packing three and four cartons of cigarettes because at the teen mum no you know <laughs> you were not going to get cigarettes then uh, uh, on our last trip we just saw people smoking all over yes alhamdulillah you are still not able to buy it. You can't walk into Ben Dowds and uh, ask for Peter Stuyvesant, you know. But uh, the thing is that, yes, uh, it's still, it's all over. You come out of the haram and guys are standing and smoking cigarettes. And, uh, you know, there's absolutely no respect um, for where you are. And uh, so this is, uh, like I'm saying, it's a sign of the times. We are in Akhir zaman uh, Allah protect us, really. Um, you know, we are coming to Ramadan. You said it's 19th of Rajab, so effectively we have 40 days left uh, before Ramadan. Mm-hmm. I remember clearly, you know, when uh, we were young, there were guys who, uh, who used to abuse uh, substances or even, uh, uh, you know, growing up in Malay camp, etc. Guys were alcoholics, but he'd come and tell you, no, no, I'm not drinking now. So why no? 40 days before Ramadan, yes, because I, I want that. my duas to be accepted. <laughs> Really. And today, these youngsters coming to us, it's like, you know what? No, no, Molana, give up after when I start Ramadan. I just want to have a last blast before the fast. 
Mm. <laughs> Can you believe, you know? So understand, uh, you know, um, uh, living in, in, in Indonesia or in lands, walking to Jama Masjid, I used to have a neighbor, an elderly man, you know, we had to pass a bottle store on the way from the flat to the... He would, he would cross over the road. Mm. Walk on the other side for a little while and then walk across over again because the masjid was on the same side as the, uh, as the bottle store. But he just refused to walk past the bottle store. Allah. Understand? Allah. This mm. was the amount of, 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 uh. Respect. You know, yes. Mm. And, and today this is totally gone. And, and, and so what are we encouraging? So, um, uh, I have young girls. They out working in the, in the corporate world, etc., and they never had any issue with any substances. But here comes the Christmas party, and like you said, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. And now it's a little champagne, it's a little bit bubbly, and just and she comes home in this total state, and the mm. parents are shocked because she's wobbling, she's incoherent, she's, and they bringing her to us here to say, and, and then you know we realize that there's no substance. But this was just because everybody there, and they're encouraging you to, to come on, just have a little bit. So isn't that like you saying the gateway? Mm. So you've allowed just because to appease the kuffar, so you're having a little bit of champagne or bubbly or whatever it is or whatever alcohol uh, on the Christmas party just to make them happy. I'm also having a little party. And this is going to become the order of the day. Mm. So once it's decriminalized in your mind, once you have no no uh, uh, detestation for it, you don't detest it anymore because Allah has made it haram, mm. then, uh, you know, this is what happens. You see, uh, and this is exactly where we are at at the moment mm. because everything is socially um, promoted. So people have no problem uh, just taking a little bit of cocaine and a little bit of this and a little bit of that and, and, and look where we're sitting. Mm. We're sitting now with a half a population of youth that is all drug addicts. I, I think that there are so many uh, Muslim rehabs that it's, it's, it's actually tragic. It's a tragedy. The, every second Muslim organization has to delve into the drug uh, scene now. Mm. You know, uh, so uh, it, it's crazy. We're mm. spending uh, colossal amounts of money to just try and rehabilitate our own youth mm. from something that uh, Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has already warned you about, has already, uh, you know, outlawed for you. Um, and uh, and for Sadaqa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, everything that he has told you, and Sadaqa Allah, Sadaqa Rasulullah, and, uh, but yet we take no heed of it, mm. and we're paying the price. So once you're going that route, uh, you know, um, well, I suppose whatever comes with it is going to come. Mm. Uh, for those of us who wish to, uh, you know, still, um, I mean, Hajj is a, is a, is a uh, fault ibadat, you know, people have the funds and they want to make Hajj and uh, it's not about just, uh, you know, it's an ibadat which they yearn for and they would want to go and can you imagine if this is all around you and it's alcohol and it's, uh, you know, um, uh, we would come to Medina Sharif and we would say that I feel, I can feel I'm in Jannah, you know. Mm. And uh, you come to Jeddah Airport and you're already feeling, all right, now I'm on the outskirts of Jannah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you come back to Oar Tambo and you're like, yeah, salam, am I back in the pot of hours, you know, <laughs> because it's all. And uh, what are we doing? Are we bringing that into this, uh, you know, uh, we want to taint the purity and the... 
But yes. Allah's mercy, Allah will protect, inshallah. Inshallah. This is our dua constantly. Mm. And um, so said, absolutely. 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 I've seen, and my brother, in fact, when he went last time, he gave me a beautiful explanation of what's exactly happening. So we know that the Haram Sharif, the Kaaba Sharif, all those are avenues, as you've mentioned, of Noor. I'm just paraphrasing, as you've explained to us. So what they're trying to do is, that's going to remain. If you're going to try to temper with that, there is going to be humiliation by people at large, and Allah will humiliate you too. So what, but their plans, Allah knows, that's which, which, which is in their hearts. But it hasn't come out yet. What they want to do is, and explain to me, that see, they want to make it like some museum. So when you go to a museum, you see this, see this is Ajre Aswad, see that, see this. And when you come out, it's done. There's no like spiritual connection. Yes, the spirituality so, is being taken away. It's the, yeah. So that is why when we used to, when I went last time, then you stop over, you have to transit Dubai on the way back. And you know in that three yes. days in Dubai, you've already lost everything that you could have built up if you go to the wrong places. And often what we Muslims tend to do, hey, I'm here in Dubai for three days. Let me make the most of it. Let's go here. Let's go there. But you've sold everything that you've just equipped yourself with, all its spirituality. So now leave Dubai, the transit and all of that. Let's bring it into Saudi Arabia and let's create this levels of darkness surrounding it because they cannot get into it. They cannot change that. Like you know, when you go to the to the Rodeh Mubarak, now it's Rodeh Mubarak. You can only go once in a once in a year. Like this, the Tawaf, the controlling all the avenues to goodness, that spirituality connection, it's going to be cut off so that you are cut off. And this drugs, alcohol, exactly what it's doing to us. We'll just go there in an intoxicated state and. Even if you're sober, you're still going to stop over in Dubai on your way back and you will be intoxicated by all the false beauty that they promote. So this Absolutely. is the world we're living Absolutely. in. And I'm happy you totally brought up all this. We are, you know, on a lighter note, well, it's not actually light, but uh, one year we were in uh, the cast and there was this youngster who joined us and it was the first time. And uh, he had this absolutely fantastic 10 days, I think on the 29th night, I looked at his face and, you know, the way it was shining, the noor the, that he had gotten in the 10 days of solitude there in Albada in connection with Allah. And, uh, you know, I met him after the Eid Salah and uh, he told me, you know, uh, Molana, I was supposed to bring you that thing uh, tomorrow, but uh, you know what, while I was in Etikaf, my wife booked uh, a holiday for us at sunset, she said, you had your 10 days, now I must get mine, and you know the way my heart dropped, Allahu Akbar, mm. you have come out from the 10 days of such a beautiful spiritual experience, and your wife is, ya Allah, ya salam, she's already booked the next day you're leaving for sunset. Mm -hmm. You know, it, 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 it just broke my heart. And this is exactly what you are saying. This is what it's, uh, the effect is. Take away that spirituality. Take away that effect. But, uh, you know, inshallah, Allah knows best. Allah honors those hearts. If we, uh, for those people who go there, this is, uh, it's, uh, Allah, there's a thousand mercies descending, you know, 
at any given time, and one of those mercies sufficient for the entire dunya. So, inshallah, um, Allah just taught and uh, turn around all their plans. You Ameen. know, uh, Allah is the best of planners. Ameen. Allah is the best of protectors. And Allah protect us, protect our children. Even here, um, you know, such tragedies really... Um, uh, we grew up, you were smoking a cigarette, you wouldn't smoke in front of anybody, you know. Any elderly gentleman was like your father, give you a smack, you know. Today, the tragedy of seeing fathers and sons, children just raping together, you know, an armful and just blowing away these puffs of smoke. Yeah, Allah, so uh, it's a sign of the times. Chief. Uh, yeah. Make the first one. We really appreciate it. Well, inshallah, this is our efforts here to try and give those, oh, well, all the sinners a future. And uh, absolutely, uh, whoever had passed, uh, you know, um, things, Allah knows, uh, this is the power of Tawbah, turn back to Allah, come back to Allah, and uh, this is just the way back to everything. Inshallah, Jazakumullah,